Pylon listeners, we are back coming off of one of the best football weekends I've been around for in a while, and it's only going to get better. The best Sunday of the year coming up. It's AFC NFC week. I'm Barney Wood in Chicago. Big Z will not be with us, but let's throw it around to the other guys. In mini, we got Remy. Bang, bang, Niner gang. Thank you, San Francisco. Go Bites. And our fallen soldier in Green Bay, Kinger. What's up, boys? Good to be back with you as always. I'm coming off a little hiatus from the world. I'm back, though. I'm coming to terms with reality, but, uh, you know, it is what it is. I'm now in the same lowly position as you three were just a few weeks later. You know, let, let's start with you just because, obviously, you're, like you said, you were the only one here dancing. Uh, you know, I'm not going to cue the sound bites from last episode. I wouldn't do that. You know me. I'm a good guy. I would never kick a man when he's down. But take us through what happened up in Lambeau. Yeah, it's just a real unfortunate situation because this is a playoff loss. I don't want to say it's completely unlike anything that we've experienced as Packer fans because we've been in this position this before where – special teams has been an issue, but uh, it's different in the case that I would say that this is the best defensive effort that a Green Bay Packers team has given us that, quite honestly, that I can remember. You know, maybe you want to go back to the Super Bowl run in 2010, but the Green Bay Packers defense absolutely dominated this game. Um, Shut down that Niners offense, shut down Jimmy Jimmy G, Dabo Samuel, um, I said last week what I thought the critical point was going to be to handle the run game, and the Packers defense stepped up and really took on that task and exceeded any expectations that I think any Packers fan um, you know, could have had heading into um, this weekend. I mean, you start, Green Bay gets the ball to, to start the game, and uh, what do they do? They marched right down the field. And ended up scoring a quick touchdown, make it 7-0. Nice little, I think it was 12-play, six-minute drive to start the game. Um, immediately go out and get a three-and-out stop on defense. They get the ball back again. They're driving. Mercedes Lewis fumbled. But that first you know, 10-plus minutes of that game, it felt like Green Bay was going to really run away with it. Um, and it's just unfortunate because, as I said, the defense stepped up and really, really – Played well. I mean, you can never, this has never been a situation where our defense has held a team to 13 points um, in a playoff game and the offense has just failed to really execute. But, uh, you know, all the credit in the world to them. And it just stinks that after what we started with and how we got going, we really didn't adjust. Rodgers tried to go hero ball. You know, you go back and look at the film to a certain extent. And, uh, you know, he was just trying to force the ball to Devontae and Aaron Jones. Uh, the Niners are doing a great job of covering up Devontae after those first couple series. Uh, they put two on him all day long, and Rodgers continued to try and force feed him the ball. There were some misreads out there, and it's, it's just unfortunate that the, the offense, what, what looked like it was going to be so promising to start, um, you know, just wasn't able to get it done in the long run. Um, and, you know, the most disappointing factor of this whole game and really where, uh, you know, you can never – say that the sole responsibility in very rare cases can you say the sole responsibility was on an individual player unit play that impacts the game but uh for the special teams to have the two critical plays not getting the three at the end of the half and then allowing the block punt um 
you know, for the touchdown. It, it's amazing, this team that we've had issues with all year long, 32nd-ranked special teams in the league, um, comes into the biggest game, and, uh, you know, we can't get it right. And as I've talked about before, you're never looking, you know, if you get a positive play on special teams, it's only a bonus to your team. What you never want is to hurt them in any way, and the Packers had two different times, two different critical plays that they uh, that they they allowed San Francisco to take advantage of. And, uh, you know, you're not going to win close football games like that. And, you know, it was only fitting as well in that last Robbie Gould field goal. They only had 10 guys on the tape, on the field, fanned it. So fitting way to end the season. It's just unfortunate. Um, like I said, the defense, that was championship defense. If we were to play another week like that, you know, I, you know we, our defense plays like that, we're going to beat anybody in this league. It's just really unfortunate that, the offense didn't play to their capabilities. Rodgers didn't play well. Um, the entire offense really didn't play well. And, uh, yeah, it is what it is. The Niners got us again. I went on a full hiatus because, I, you know, we'll talk about offseason stuff going forward. There's going to be a lot of changes next year no matter what, no matter who's the quarterback. But I went into a nice little 24-hour hiatus, turned the phone off, stayed off social media. I know I missed some good football on Sunday, which, you know, in my head, I'm like, you know what, who cares? Um, you know, I, I can't see my team. Maybe I'm a little salty, but if I can't see my team, I didn't care to watch any football at all. Watch from Ozark on Sunday. And it's just, a, it's just a reality I have to face going forward, and it stinks because, uh, you know, I think this was the, like I said, the defense was there this year, and, and – you know, it was on Rodgers and that offense, and specifically special teams didn't follow through with every with, with their jobs and what they needed to do. What is it about special teams that, you know, it doesn't matter how bad they are, they always just get the benefit of the doubt and nobody wants to fix them. And this is coming from, you know, Bears, where the last time we were relevant in the playoffs and had a shot, Cody Parkey double-doink, but he had been doing that all year. And yet, you know, we didn't make, make the move. And now, you know, you guys probably the worst special teams unit as a whole. Definitely. This entire league. Uh, uh, and, you know, that's that comes back to be your Achilles heel and bite you in the fucking ass. Yeah, it's amazing, man. And again, I'll say Pat McAfee, the, his description of it. Your job is just not to mess anything up on special teams. You just want to be neutral. Right. And if you can make an impact play that helps the game, that's a plus and everybody will applaud you for it. Um but we were bad during the regular season. The thing that we cleaned it up to a certain extent, we were pretty bad on punt and kickoffs, um, but we cleaned it up to a certain extent the last couple weeks of the year. And so it felt like we were trending in a positive direction, but I should have known with as good of a coach like Kyle Shanahan, you know, this, this unit was dead last in the league for a reason. They had flaws, they had holes, and I should have known ahead of time that that was going to play into it more so than it did. And, you know, for them to make two huge impact plays, again, you know, it, the most frustrating part is is that the offense couldn't get it done once that block field goal or once that block kick happened, the offense just stalled again, went three and out. Rodgers missed Devontae on that deep ball, and we punted right back to San Francisco. Um, it's, it's unfortunate the offense couldn't get going, but to, 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 it was two critical errors. And I saw a breakdown of it. It's it's amazing. And, uh, you know, going forward, you just got to appreciate, right? Like, who gives a shit if your special team doesn't make a positive play? But as long as you don't screw anything up, like, that's all you're looking for. And uh, it just sucks, you know, that that's how we got burned. It, it really does. 
and and I don't, you know, you made the comment that not one guy, you know, is is to blame and whatnot. <clears throat> I would just like to say that, you know, obviously as a rival fan base, I love to to hate, you know, like everyone that wears green and yellow. Uh, but somebody that I've enjoyed to hate this year and like the last couple of years, only because he's a, he was he's very vocal, uh, and he has the right to do so because he would own own us all the time. But is uh, Mercedes Lewis, and I think if he doesn't fumble that ball at midfield in the first, I think it was the end of the first quarter. Yep. Uh, I mean, I, you guys come away with three. Let's say, not let's not even say seven. I, I don't know. I don't. I, it's a completely fucking different game. Uh, you know, I, I that play right there, Barney. The Aaron Jones at the end of the half having to waste the timeout instead of him getting out of bounds with you know twenty plus seconds left on the clock. I, it doesn't guarantee us in the end zone, but we get an extra play out of it at least because we have that timeout in our back pocket. Um, those two plays, and then just quite frankly, I mean, you know, you have the impact plays on special teams, but. That third and seven, that's where it's like that was – I can think of three plays where we had a defensive breakdown. The Kittle drop, which would have been for a touchdown early in the game. The drive that San Francisco got in the red zone looked like they were going to score before half, and then Jimmy Drew threw that pick. There was a third and seven, second and seven, I want to say, and they had George Kittle press on Preston Smith one-on-one in the slot. And then the third play on that third and seven, when it they were on like the 42, 43-yard line. Uh, to, uh, to end the game, and then they ran two run plays up the middle. If we get that stop on that third and seven, you know, it's a completely different ball game. But I'm not mad at the defense at all for that, like I said, because that defense played spectacular. Well they played well, man. They really did. I mean, Jimmy was well into the second quarter before he completed his first pass and had positive yardage, right? And that offensive line was struggling against our front seven. So, you know. It, it it's just such a different feeling. I mean, right? You know, we're. I hate to say it, but it's like you kind of are. You you're not used to feeling it, but like, you know, we've lost some. We've lost these playoffs now a handful of times, but it's just unfortunate that we as Packers continue to find new ways to lose these games. And a game that I really felt like we played better than San Francisco. They just made the. You know, they had the impact plays when it matters. Rami, I uh, I don't want to close you out here. Uh, what are your thoughts on this game? No, I I definitely going into this game thought probably the Niners had the biggest chance to beat Green Bay, and I mean, like I think we said on a couple podcasts ago, Green Bay was losing close games. I mean, all year Green Bay has they they've blown out a few guys, but they've also been in close games the whole year. It wasn't convincing to me, but the first drive when they go and they get seven. I'm thinking, okay, well, the Niners are in trouble because the Niners the Niners could have been down 21-0 easily before halftime. But the fact that something magical was happening in Lambeau for the Niners side, I like you said it was just it was a blocked field goal, it was a blocked punt. And uh, you know, it it's it's crazy how even the team with the best record and the, you know, the bone to pick with everybody in the NFL and who who got hot at the right time just collapses again and again and again. It's it's I love to see it because I don't know what now Rodgers the future holds. Maybe there's a more even playing field in the north if he goes, if he stays, who knows? Do they get Devontae back? It's just 
it was the Packers game to win. And I think they had Alan Lazard wide open on like a, like some sort of like in route where they instead and Rodgers instead. Yeah, that was a third down on third and yeah. 11 that he aired it out to Devonta instead. And you never see Rodgers make errors like that. And it just, it proves that he is, he this season more than ever, in my opinion, proves that Rodgers was more human or is slightly coming back down to earth than what we have seen in the past. Yeah. Um, I mean, hell of a game. I, I, I got to tell you, I was at a wedding when this uh, game was going on. And a good game for, for a wedding because there just wasn't a whole lot going on. <laughs> but I had the, the phone going and I let out one of the biggest, are you fucking kidding me? When, uh, when Elisha Mitchell got called for offensive face mask on like the three, where like when he was going to be on the three yard line or whatever, I was like, I, dude, every, like people looked at me like, well, you, like, that, that, you saw the replay. It was a penalty, right? I just want to hear you say that. I, well, I mean, I'm just saying I said that just because, like, again, the screen's like this big. Oh, yeah, yeah. And okay. so I'm like, whatever. Personally, personally, um, sure. Like, yeah, I mean, that's that's uh, that's a penalty. But I just, like, I would love to know how many, and I should have looked this up before I came in here, but I would love to have known how many offensive face masks have been called this year. <laughs> I don't think there's more than five. Uh, but I, I don't think this one was anywhere near as like bad as the first one where, the, uh, Deandre Hopkins did that to, I think Stokes in that first game. Yeah. Um, but I mean, yeah, his hand was inside the face mask, but I, I, I don't know. It just, I, again, I was just at, at a wedding and I'm looking at this. Everybody's having a good time and I just let out, you know, a big F bomb and like look around. I'm like, oh shit. Uh, but I think that was the same series that Jimmy G ended up throwing that yeah, interception, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, I thought just from that, I just had like a pit in my stomach. I'm like, uh, you know, like this, this is going to go Green Bay's way, blah, blah. But it didn't. And, um, <clears throat> you know, I, I, I said I wanted you to have a good time. I said I didn't want Green Bay to obviously win. Where's the, uh, was the cheese dog? Those things that you were making, were they good at least? I mean, yeah, they were great, man. They had a little bacon wrap, bratwurst, and mac and cheese on it. It was incredible, but <laughs> I will say I didn't do enough, apparently, to uh, to to help the Packers. I knocked back that entire 12-er of the 16-ounce Millers. I ended up hitting a whiskey to end the evening. Um, the only thing positive, like I said, I shut that. I shut that's down. divorced dad drunk. Right? <laughs> it was <laughs> it, it was it was a good it was a good day of drinking. Um, I will say I, you know, I shut down for everything and I didn't, I didn't turn on my phone. I think until like four 45 on uh Sunday evening, I shut it down as soon as the kick went through and just unchecked. Like I said, crushed like six episodes of Ozark on Sunday. Um, I will say the UFC, I won some good money on Saturday night betting. If I didn't have those fight car, that fight on to get my mind off of everything afterwards. And I was winning, I would have been, probably in a very dark place that evening. So at least that brought me up. And, you know, sometimes you just need a little break from social media and and it's good for you. All right. Well, one last uh, Packers uh, thought, and it could be quick, whatever. We'll, we'll go around here. But do we think I want thoughts on just the two main guys, you know, like just mm -hmm. initial thoughts. What's your gut tell you? Is Devontae or... Um, 
Aaron coming back for next year? My gut tells me that Devontae will be there to some capacity. We will franchise tag him if need be. I don't know if Rodgers is going to play football, but if he plays football, he's with Green. It's Green, with Green Bay next year. That's my gut predictions. What about you, Remy? I'm gonna mirror what Kinger says. I think Aaron Rodgers. I actually think Rodgers might just retire. Yeah, hang it up. That's my that's and my gut. Devontae, what? Yeah, well, they'll probably do everything in their power to keep Devontae. We'll tag him if we need to, and he'll be pissed off about that. And there might be team conflict, but there's zero percent chance that we're just letting him walk. Zero percent. Yeah, I, I'm on the other other side here, um, and maybe that's just like the the Chicago coming in me. But if Rogers plays, like I've learned it. I mean, only the the Sith deals in absolutes, so I won't say he's absolutely gone. But I'm 99% sure he's he's never playing another down for Green Bay. You but, think he's gonna still play football though? I mean, that's always a possibility. I think I, I'm leaning more towards retirement. However, I will say, like, I mean, look, it, it's always hard to look 10 feet ten feet past, you know, like what's in front of you. But, you know, you name, you you know he wants to do everything he can in Green Bay. You know, like yeah. he wants, everything means a little bit more in Green Bay for him, and I get that. But, like, you could say the same thing for Tom Brady in New England and Peyton Manning in Indy. I mean, these are, the, the two guys that I would put at least definitely above Aaron uh, uh, that, you know, like, I mean, they they were a one franchise guy until, you know, at the very end. And they knew that, hey, I can maybe add a title or two if I go. And that, I think, is also, hang, you know, is going to be hanging over like a dark cloud uh, as the beginning of this offseason goes for him. But all I feel is that, he will never suit up again for Green Bay, um, and uh, I don't know. That's just that's just what I feel right now. <laughs> but uh, all right, let's see. Now, the next game we're looking at. I mean, guys, this was incredible football. The only really like snoozer of a game was the the Green Bay 49ers game. I thought the Bengals Titans was a good game. Uh, you know. I think both of you guys might have bet for the Bengals. Remy, I know you hit them. Uh, I mean, do we have a do we have a favorite coming into this AFC NFC? I think the only team, the think, only. Go ahead, Remy. I think I think Joe Burrow. I think there's just nothing to not like about this Bengals team and Joe Burrow. Um, it, they they passed the eye test with all their stars, but to you're gonna have to go up against Kansas City, and if if they can, if they can be Kansas City, I mean, then we're talking real deal. But uh, I mean, how can you not like this Bengals team? It's great on, it's great on every phase, almost. Yeah, I, I think we're just setting up again for another Chiefs in the Super Bowl. Like, I want the, the Bengals are the only team that I care that I want to see win at this point. Like I, I'm not. I, I, you guys can call me salty. I watch the Super Bowl, but I'm there's zero percent chance I'm watching the NFC Championship game where I'm watching the Rams Niners again. Zero percent chance I'm doing that. So it looks like I'm gonna watch the Chiefs Bengals game and just for parody, just for something different in the league. Give me Joey B. I think that'd be an incredible story. I don't want to see Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs in it again. It's they're they're a wagon. Four straight NFC host four straight AFC Championship games. I'm sick of them. So I'm I'm all on Joey B and the Bengals bandwagon here that's that's the only that's the only team i'm rooting for 
I, I think all of America is on Joey B, especially especially this weekend, right? I mean, definitely. If you're outside of Kansas City, there's not a there's not a single fan out there that wants to see the Chiefs back in there. Um, and you know, I mean, you think it's seven points? You think he's got a a pretty good shot? I, it's it's hard. It's hard to outscore that team if if it gets into a. And, but it's the same thing about Kansas City, right? Like, I mean, we just saw one of the best shootouts. I think one of the best games I've seen in a long, long time in Chiefs-Bills, right? Um, but, man, I don't know. Joey B, I just feel like he just shines bright, man. And 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 shame on me for picking the Titans here. But, I yeah, I hope the Bengals take, uh, take it to these guys because that would be a fun Super Bowl. I don't care who the hell's in it on the NFC side. <laughs> you know, I think it's all it's all the Joey B from that from that point. Um, what were your guys' thoughts on the Chiefs Bills game? I think Josh Allen got screwed. I mean, it's they should have squib kicked it, and that would have just given them. It would have knocked some more seconds off the clock, and. I really that was that was Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills game to win, but I it Pat Mahomes just looked like a robot for that last part, and it was I mean they they got their karma for losing in overtime to the Patriots a few years ago, and now they got it first and went down. So Chief fans, you can chill out about the whole wanting to change the overtime because now it benefits in your favor. So, but I mean I think we were all rooting for the Bills just because it wasn't the Chiefs, and at least I was. I don't have a lot of thoughts on this game, man. I saw in, uh, on Twitter, you know, how it ended. I was not watching football at all, but it appears I did miss a uh, a classic game. It's unfortunate. Again, it sounds like the Bills just, you know, let their guard down on that last drive to allow Kansas City to tie it. Maybe that squib kick was probably more uh, the logical play in that situation. So uh, it's unfortunate. I was hoping to see Josh Allen in the AFC Championship again. I was not rooting for the Chiefs there, but uh, – the AFC quarterbacks right now going forward is absolutely insane. Between Mahomes, Burrow, you know, Justin Herbert, who didn't make the playoffs this year, Josh Allen, that crew going forward is uh, pretty impressive, and there's going to be a lot of competition in the AFC going forward. Yeah, you could probably even add Lamar into there, too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, Yeah, my thoughts just real quick. Uh, Josh Allen impressed me infinitely more than – than Pat Mahomes. I know Pat Mahomes did what he needed to do to, to win. Uh, but I mean, he had nothing but time all game. I don't know what it was about that uh Bills defense. I mean, they just didn't get after him enough. But you know, when you look at when Josh Allen was dropping back, I mean, he was making plays under duress. Uh it, he was he's he is so much fun to watch. Uh it, it was such a fun game. I loved it. And like, especially coming right off of, you know, what I thought was going to be Brady's second time coming down 20 something points, you know, to, to beat the Rams here. Uh, that, that Sunday was a lot of fun, but you know, we got, we got, let's talk about these games real quick. We got, we got the chiefs in the first game up their plus or their minus seven. The over under is 54 and a half. I just just quick like money line type who you think we're we're gonna go with I I think Joey B gets it done here I think Joey B gets it done and 
I don't know. What do you guys think? You think it's I like, Kansas City? I like I like Joey B a lot. I'm I'm just gonna. I mean, realistically, if I'm betting with my brain, it's probably gonna be Kansas City. But I'm gonna be rooting again. I'm gonna be rooting for Joey B to get it done. Definitely this game, and and especially plus plus seven. That's that's crazy. So maybe maybe he has the shootout and we see an upset. I don't I don't know, but I'm definitely root all in for the Bengals. My brain and heart tells me to hop on this Bengals train and that they're going to keep it close. But uh, there's a part of me that thinks that this is a game that the Chiefs are going to absolutely dominate and win by two scores. And I hate that that's the case, but I still think Kansas City's defense is a step up from Cincinnati's. It doesn't look like it, maybe on paper, with the players that they have out there. But I think Kansas City's defense has been playing better the second half of the year, and I think that offense is going to struggle a little bit. And to me, it's unfortunate that the Chiefs have seem to have found the momentum, and they've got a good balance on the offensive side of the ball right now. So I, I'm hoping Bengals keep it close, but if I'm going to bet it, which I am going to bet it since the other one's just irrelevant to me, I probably would take the Chiefs. Yeah, I I, I, I do have hope for if – if Kansas City, you know, kind of punches them in the mouth real early and gets up to a two-score lead, who knows? I think Joey Beal at least find the way to get those garbage points that backdoor covered, or at least cover seven points. That's a lot uh, for a gamer right there. But you know, let's let's move into our best bets here. Uh, you know, we had a pretty damn good weekend. Uh, I think three of us went two and one. Kinger, not to keep keep you know kicking you here, but. Uh, you know, obviously your Packers hurt you there, but um, let's go, Remy. You've been pretty damn hot. What are your three bets? I'm all over the Cincy spread. Uh, I just think that, like you said, the, the backdoor cover or even a possible three point win. I'm just gonna keep hammering the Bengals plus seven, and I got. I mean, I gotta go with the Niners. Uh, I it's really hard to beat a team this many times. Like they have the Rams, but what better? team to beat than your divisional opponent they've played of the most and the Niners are just red hot right now um it'll be a pretty much a mini home game for them so I've got the Niners plus three and a half sorry kid Jay do you have a third bet are you doing any sort of uh prop at all you know what um I the over-unders I will say uh the, the it's 54 and a half for Kansas City Cincinnati and then over under for uh, I'm taking that Kansas City under. I'm taking the Kansas City Bengals game under. I don't think it's going to be a shootout. It's going to be a close game where their defenses show up. So I'm going to take the under on the Kansas City Bengals game. All right, Kinger, you want to walk us through your three? I got one, and I'm just going to throw two at you. Kansas City minus seven. Team total over Kansas City. Team total is at thirty and a half. Team total over Kansas City 30. And then give me Travis Kelsey over yards. Those are my three bets. Right on. I'm gonna go. I dude, I had a I had a nice, I had a nice weekend this last weekend. Uh, and it's all because of the kickers bailed me out. Uh I'm not a huge proponent in foot and kick, you know, kickers being football players, but god damn it. I am betting the shit out of them and they are they're helping me out here because I, I can't pick the spreads right now. <laughs> but um, my three bets, I'm going to go Cincy team total over. That is at 22 and a half. Uh, I'm going to go the San Fran 
team total over. That's at 20 and a half. And then I'm just, I mean, I'm going to bear down with Robbie Gold over six and a half points. I think that LA defense is pretty, pretty tough, but Shanahan's going to get him across the 50 yard line. And uh, I like Robbie Gold to get a couple field goals there. Um, but let's throw it over to Big Z now for your best bets. Hey, Pylon listeners, Big Z here. Um, sorry, I couldn't make the podcast uh, just really quick for Kinger. RIP to Aaron Rodgers' career in Green Bay, I think. But anyways, I'm going to give my thoughts on my best bets right here. Um, the best three of the weekend. Uh, and, I, and it's going to kind of go into my predictions for the games as well. Uh, first, we're going to start with that chiefs Bengals game. There's only one thing I like from there. I think the Chiefs. Um, now, this Bengals team is tough. They're going to hang around. We saw it in Week 17. But I think the Chiefs are too hot on offense. They're not turning the ball over. Um, even when they were turning the ball, if without turning the ball over this year, they would have been a historically great offense. Um, and that's why they've turned it on this late in the season. They have stopped turning the ball over. Um, and I think they're going to continue that trend. Also, they lost last time. I like the team that lost last time. Um, I like them to win the second time. It's hard to beat a good team twice. So that's what I think we got here, especially because the game is in KC. So I'm going to do an alternate uh, same game parlay. Uh, for even odds. So I'm going to take the Chiefs at minus two and a half and over 46 and a half in the game. Now, I'm also probably going to take six and a half Chiefs, but I'm trying to keep this like even odds. Uh, I'm not trying to give you big um, odds. So same game parlay, Chiefs minus two and a half, over 46 and a half. I do think the Chiefs win this one by seven, though, right where the spread is. And I'm going to go 31-24 in that regard. So I think this is going to go 46 and a half. Now the second game, my guy, Matt Stafford. Looking great in these playoffs so far. Um, it wasn't his fault that the Rams blew that big lead. It was everybody else in the Rams that was fumbling. Uh, fumbling galore. And Sean McVay's weird play calling that became super conservative near the end of the game. I really like this Rams team. It's hard to beat a good team three times. And I'm going to stick with that. So there's two bets I like from this game. Rams minus three and a half. I really like that. I hope that goes down to three. I, I doubt it, though. It might even go up to four by the time this game starts, which is crazy because they've lost twice to them. Um, and then the second one is over 40 and a half yards receiving from Tyler Higby. Look at this guy's stats recently. He's Stafford's go-to guy five or six times a game, uh, usually like 12 yards a catch. So I really like Higby to continue that trend, 40 and a half, um, second leading receiver last time they played. Uh, so 40 and a half over receiving yards for Tyler Higby Rams minus three and a half and a same game parlay for Bengals chiefs where I have chiefs minus two and a half and over 46 and a half. Those are my best bets. Let's continue, uh, the money-making trend up two and one so far, uh, through each, uh, weekend of the playoffs so far. So four and two overall, let's keep that money train rolling, baby. Uh, back to the pylon crew. All right. And there you have them. It's winning a little bit of money. It's AFC, NFC. I want to thank every uh, listener out there and everyone that uh, bought some squares for this year's uh, pools. Uh, I'll be updating them on Instagram and reaching out in case some of you guys don't have uh, an Instagram. But I had a lot of fun last year, and I think this is going to be another good one. Those sold out like hotcakes. Those sold out in less than 24 hours. I was really, really impressed. I think last year it took, uh, it took about three days or so but 
Um, you know, that, that'll be all for us here. Once again, I'm Barney, Remy, Kinger. Let's have a good AFC-NFC weekend, and let's bear down.